Hi love and welcome to Lovely with Lana. I'm Lana, your podcast host, here to talk about all things Pilates, wellness, fashion, lifestyle, and of course, it has to be pink. Well, not all the time, but most of the time at least. I hope that you absolutely love this episode and let's get right into it. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I am so happy that you decided to click on and listen in. If you are new and extra special, welcome to you. Whether you found me through social media, scrolling through Spotify or Apple, or just like randomly got a text from a friend, you are in the right place at the right time and I'm so happy that you are here. If you're returning, as always, hugs and kisses. I'm so proud of this little wellness princessy community growing and becoming the best versions of ourselves. Be sure to follow this podcast, give it a rating, give it a review, and all of my socials. You can find all of my socials by clicking the link tree down below. And it's very easy to rate and review my podcast on both Spotify or Apple. So whether you're listening to me on either platform, it's very easy. It only takes a second, so be sure to give me that five-star rating um, or whatever star rating you want, but I would appreciate a five-star rating. So let's set the mood. It is currently like 7.30 p.m. on a Saturday evening, and I just got back from a hot girl walk. It felt so nice to be outside since on Saturdays, generally I work indoors all day, and so once my work is done and I go outside. I really enjoy taking a leisurely hot girl walk, listening to a podcast, updating the socials, and doing all of the work that I have to do. Yeah, I'm just sitting here with my sparkling water. So this is your reminder to hydrate yourself. And if you struggle with hydration, sparkling water, adding lemon to water, adding lime, whatever way that gets your water intake up, make sure to do that. Um, And sparkling water for me is always a fun little like incentive to drink some water. Okay, so a high and a low. So the high is summer, good weather, and hot girl walks. I have been, like, I literally added an extra one hour walk to my normal, like, routine. And normally I walk, but, like, I'm walking more because, number one, I have more time, but number two, the weather is absolutely incredible. The flowers are blooming. Like, everything is just Everything is going good and I'm so happy for this weather and I don't have any school right now. So of course, I'm really enjoying all of the good weather and getting outside as much as I can. So this is your sign to take yourself out on a hot girl walk. And if you're listening to me while on a hot girl walk, props to you because that's generally what I tend to do. A low is honestly, my skin has been acting up and this is always a pretty big hit to the confidence. I've been getting some more acne and I think a part of it is hormonal since my hormones are still trying to balance out from all of the hormonal issues that I've caused over the past couple of years due to weightlifting, due to diet, due to under eating and whatnot. And my skin has been acting up, I think, because my hormones are more active now that I'm feeling my body and resting it in a way it needs to be done. And I did add, re-add some things into my diet that I cut out for acne purposes. And unfortunately, I'm going to have to cut those things out. Um, Those things as in specifically dairy, which is really sad. I'll still have butter because it doesn't really seem to affect me, but I was eating a Greek yogurt every single day. I do love my Greek yogurt bowl. I'll just have to opt for like an almond-based yogurt because 
unfortunately, like the acne is getting pretty bad and I don't want to have a lot of acne and just like lack of self-confidence due to eating dairy. Like I can easily switch that to a plant-based yogurt. So that's just what I'm going to do. And if you want me to make a whole episode on how to clear your skin out using diet, I can definitely do that for you. So this entire like acne triggering some lack of self-confidence really made me ponder about is it acne that's bothering me or is it how other people perceive me? Because I have a sibling in particular and they are very, very, I guess, self-conscious about their acne. And they always ask me like almost every single day, how bad is my acne? How bad is my acne? How bad is my acne? And what they don't realize is you care so much about what other people think, but other people literally could care less about your pimples. Like we all get acne. We all have a scratch. We all have a bad hair day. We all have some imperfections, some flaw. And I don't think that we look like when you look at someone, I don't feel like the first thing you notice is a big flaw, unless it's like very obvious. But even when you notice that you're not like looking at them and picking them apart. And I think this is something that we consciously kind of know, but we still worry so much about what other people think. And this causes a lot of unnecessary stress and anxiety in our lives. So the worst part when I in particular was very self-conscious about acne was in middle school. And it was harsh, honestly, to deal with all of that, like to deal with people talking smack about your acne, to be putting on so much makeup as a seventh, eighth, ninth grader, when quite frankly, I shouldn't be wearing much makeup at all because like you're a child still. And it's so hard to look at yourself in the past. Like I have so much empathy because I was so not confident. I was so reliant on what other people thought of me that that's just, that's just who I became. If other people made fun of my clothing, I would change it the next day. I I didn't know my true identity. I cared so much about what other people thought. And I'm so proud to be past that, but it still doesn't mean that I'm not somewhat self-conscious about what other people think of me. I think girls in particular are super self-conscious because unfortunately, like, a lot of female relationships, it's a lot, it's very toxic. I have had a lot of female relationships in the past that are very toxic. And I struggle making friends with females in particular because there's always this underlying competition, this underlying like judgment. And you care about what the other person thinks. Like if she says, if a friend says, for example, that your dress is ugly, you really do care about that, even if you liked the dress in the first place. So I think this is really interesting dynamic that nobody wants to talk about, but I want to talk about it because I feel like caring what other people think is so ingrained in our society that I feel like we don't have really a true identity because we're so worried about fitting in the trend and fitting in the societal norm. And if you want to do something that's not normal, Um, it's viewed as something taboo. It's viewed as something like, oh my goodness, what are you doing? Everyone's going to hate you. Everyone's going to judge you for it. When quite frankly, we shouldn't really care. And once I found my identity, once I grew in my confidence and I kind of stopped caring what other people thought, and it's not in a toxic way, like I don't care at all, but it's in a way that exudes that like you don't, you're going to still do what you want. If you disagree with me, that's okay, but I'm still going to go and do what I want. And I could care less about the gossip and the drama that's going to follow me after making a certain decision, after wearing a certain thing, after choosing a certain career path or dating a certain person. Like it shouldn't matter what other people think. This is definitely a pep talk episode. So let's get right into it. Okay, so I want you to think back to the first time you ever started to care what another person thought of you. 
think about maybe it was your parents and what your parents thought about your drawing that you brought them back from like preschool or what your teacher thought of your math assignment or what your friend thought of your outfit. Honestly, this is a really good journaling prompt and I feel like it can allow you to look at yourself in a very non-judgmental way. You need to understand that we all care about what other people think and we've done that for a very, very long time. I remember caring about my outfit and appearances as early as like preschool, elementary school. For example, I remember in kindergarten, I hated how my mom always dressed me up for school. I grew up in kind of a European, Eastern European culture household. And so for us, school is a privilege and we always will dress up for school. And as a little kid, I was not really allowed to choose my outfits, obviously, since I would probably be wearing like a Cinderella dress. And so my mom chose my outfits as a kindergartner and they were a lot of, you know, beautiful sweater dresses and they were very dressy. My hair was done and I hated it because I didn't fit the societal norm. I wasn't wearing what all the other girls were wearing. I, you know, when I put on snow pants, the dress would kind of bulge out and it wouldn't look right. And I knew that and I was so self-conscious about it. And like as a preschooler, as a kindergartner, should I really be worried about that? And this is so interesting to me that I feel like girls in particular and guys too, we really, really have started caring about what other people think. And it started very early on. It started when you were giving your picture from like daycare to your parents. Like you were looking at their reactions. You were looking at what they thought of your picture, your work of art. You wanted them to be proud of you. And this unfortunately only gets worse as you know as your life progresses i remember that like afterwards as you grow older you care more and more about what other people think of you middle school in particular it was it's tough to be a middle schooler and it gets even worse in high school there's all these cliques and there's so much just like immaturity honestly like people don't really know who they are and so they will mimic and copy like anything that's deemed as popular I remember in high school, like early on, a lot of people always kind of made fun of the fact that like maybe I dressed up for school because again, Eastern European culture, like I will dress up for school whether you like it or not because I could, I'm literally will be caught dead in sweatpants and like a baggy t-shirt at school. Like absolutely not. My mom would probably have something to say about it, but honestly, like it sucked. And for example, for me, like I struggled dealing with that in a mature way. I started trying to, you know, wear the Lululemon and wear all of the trendy clothing and buy all these trends. And honestly, I think especially with social media, the trends got worse and people judging each other got worse and people mimicking each other got worse because we really all apparently care so much about what another person thinks. And I feel like especially with social media, like you see a trend and for example, like gold jewelry, like no one was wearing gold jewelry three, four years ago, right? Like maybe like two people, maybe your grandma, I don't know, maybe someone like not that stylish in your mind. And all of a sudden I feel like after COVID, everyone was wearing gold jewelry. Heck, I'm wearing two gold bracelets and a gold ring and a gold necklace right now. And I feel like there's this underlying pressure for like a lot of girls to like follow trends and guys where like instead of buying silver jewelry, like let's pretend you prefer silver jewelry over gold, you're going to buy gold because it's trendy because you care that like if somebody looks at your jewelry and thinks you're unstylish because you chose silver over gold. 
and you think that it's like not a big deal but I think once you realize that it like it exudes throughout your entire life I feel like especially with trends with name brands I feel like everyone has something to prove and it just for my mind it's not classy but then again I partake in it so in a sense I wouldn't want to be like you can't wear name brands because I do sometimes wear name brands for the clout I think like I'm very honest on this podcast and I think everyone, you know, maybe I wear like a Chanel brooch, Chanel earrings, a Tiffany and Co necklace, even Lululemon. Like that is a name brand that is an expensive brand. And I feel like it's might be good quality. I'm not going to lie. I do love Lululemon. Is it like, but am I wearing it to, you know, get a reaction from another person or am I wearing it? Cause I genuinely like it. That's another question that you definitely have to ask. I'm sorry. If if this uh, podcast is a little bit of a mind-twisting one, and it's not as tip-based, but it's more conversational because honestly, I just kind of want to talk to you like talking with a friend over coffee or just a call. Like, It's so interesting to think about. And I think we could also, aside from trends, which have a very short lifespan through TikTok, through Instagram, like one thing is trendy. Like I'm trying to think of like the trendy things, like chunky sneakers, but I bet in like five, 10 years, we're going to be like, what is that? Even a year, because unfortunately with TikTok and fast fashion, like trends come and go so quick that I feel like the moment you buy something trendy, by the time it gets to your house, it's not trendy anymore and it's uncool to wear it and other people are going to judge you so hard for wearing that thing. And on top of that, there is also a very heavy like societal standard of beauty. I feel like especially for women there's and men there's a very heavy emphasis on what the other gender has to say about you for example men i see this in my brother incredible incredible guy really but he has a lot of insecurities because he's not you know buff enough he's not muscular and this is actually an issue a lot of men deal with so it's definitely not just my brother it's probably the majority they're not manly enough they're not buff they're going to the gym they are trying to you know get bigger in a sense of muscularly get larger to be more attractive to the female to look less skinny in a sense and they're so insecure about it and women on the other hand I feel like it's the opposite we're all comparing each other and comparing ourselves and trying to get smaller trying to look more feminine trying to make sure our makeup is on point and our hair is on point and we care about what a man has to say over what we're wearing there's also a very serious hypersexualization of women I feel like in our society I see younger girls like wearing crop tops and like hottie hot shorts you know what I'm talking about where like there's just they're not shorts they're more like underwear we are we all know the picture I'm painting in your head right and it's just like I don't know there's just something in me that doesn't like that because I feel like if a little girl is looking up to like her mom who wears that because she wants to look good for her husband what message is that sending to the girl that she needs to care so heavily about what another gender or even the same gender thinks of her and has to wear that exact outfit and reveal things to her and put her value and her worth in her looks in her appearance in you know what she says what she does I think that is a very serious question that we as um girls and guys need to ask ourselves and so yes The other gender, I think, plays a role in how we want to be perceived. I think there's also a misconception that like women only dress up to look good for a man. Women only dress up to be attractive. And I think that's not necessarily true. I think more so women dress up to feel good, but also 
in a in a very like low subconscious level to compete with other women to look better than them and before you're like wait a minute I don't do that yes you do just think about it let's pretend that you and your friend go to coffee right and I think Emma Chamberlain's podcast did something similar like she had a very similar example but let's pretend that like you were having like a really bad skin day okay like you know, acne is breaking out. The concealer wasn't working. It's just the the skin is not skinning. The body isn't bodying. The outfit isn't outfitting. Things are just going, hey, okay? And your friend comes in and her skin is clear and her outfit's on point. Of course, when you're sitting in that coffee shop on a very subconscious level, you know that she looks better than you. You might not be like explicitly competing, but you think about it and you care about, okay, does my friend now think I'm ugly? You care so much about how do other people perceive me? Do they think my friend is prettier than me? You care so much about this to the point where sometimes it could hurt your time with your friend. And this is something I think we all need to just be very mindful of because we as women, especially women, most of my podcast is girls. We care so much about what the other gender thinks of us. We care so much about what other women think of us. And I feel like it leads us into the spiral of comparison to other women, to ourselves, comparison to the societal beauty standard, comparison to what we think is right, what we think is not right. And I feel like there's a lot of technological advances. Feminism happened, but I feel like we didn't really break past the issues that we were dealing with in the 1900s, right? The societal norm for women back then were, of course, stay at home, be a stay-at-home mom, cook, clean, do the shebang, right? Now, I feel like it's almost taboo to be a stay-at-home mom. I'm not, I'm not, but let's just think about this. Let's just talk about it, okay? But now it's like the societal norm to like have a high-paying job and be ambitious, but not every single woman wants to be ambitious, Just like how in the 1900s, not every single woman wanted to be a stay-at-home mom, but it was a societal norm. You cared about what the neighbors, you know, what the Smith thought of you, what the Jones thought of you right next door. You cared about what your other friends thought of you. And so I felt like you would constrict yourself into a box that fit societal norms, not only in your appearance, but in your profession, in your hobbies for example like imagine a girl in the 1900s lifting weights imagine a girl in the 1900s I don't know running a business like those are hobbies that are now norms nowadays but back then they were not but nowadays we have different we have different boxes we have different guardrails to what we can and can't do obviously they're imaginary but we definitely feel them and I think talking about them being more aware of them and learning to understand who you are as a person who you are as an identity allows you to be free from constantly comparing yourself, from constantly caring about what other people think of you, to not put yourself in a box, to not say, okay, I can't do X, Y, and Z because that's not normal. That's a girl. I don't do that. It's not popular. Doing what you want is really what you're here to do. I always like to say, you're on a floating rock. It's not that deep, but it really isn't. If you want to go and paint for the rest of your life and you don't want to be a corporate girly, don't be a corporate girly, okay? If you want to... I don't know, never really get married. You don't have to get married. If you just want to wear whatever you want to wear and that might not be the most trendy thing to school, wear what you want to wear. It's not that deep, I promise. And once you learn your identity, it makes things a whole lot better. Hi, love. I just wanted to let you know that the Healed Digital Eating Disorder Recovery Journals have been launched by me. If you're struggling with an eating disorder, trying to recover, or just 
do not have a good relationship with food and your body, then this digital recovery journal is for you. It is 75 days of empty meal plans to make sure you are feeling your body, along with intuitive eating training, different challenges, and lots of journal prompts. You can use the code LOVELYWITHLANAPOD for an extra discount, and you can find the journals linked in the link tree down below. Let's get back into the episode. So how do you find your identity and the confidence to be who you are, to wear what you want, to do what you want without constantly worrying about what other people think of you? I always like to think, why would I care? Most people don't even know themselves. Remember, we're all in this together. We're all a little lost in copying each other and following the trends and following societal norms. Our entire world, especially with social media, is looking more and more alike. And I personally think that this pressure to fit a norm hurts everyone and limits their self-expression. I'd like to think back to this January. It's very recent and it's very fresh in my mind, so that's why I like to think back to this particular January to like early March. I always like to dress up really nice for school, right? I already told you about this. I like to wear pink and pearls and like look all cutesy, right? Of course I do. Like pink is my favorite color and it's a big basis for this entire podcast. But I transferred colleges and I switched majors. So now I was a computer science major. And all the computer science majors were all black. They didn't dress up to school. They didn't really care. And most of them were just never even showered because unfortunately most of them are male. We're not going to get into that. What we are going to get into is I changed the way I dressed because I wanted to fit into the norm of a computer science student. It took a couple of months for me to get comfortable and understand that, like, I don't like the way I dress. I want to dress in, you know, dress up and wear the bows and wear the pinks and wear the pearls because that's what I want to do. And if other people have a problem with that, that's their problem. They don't even know themselves, okay? They probably don't even put in effort in their outfits. At least some of the computer science majors didn't. And if you're in high school, for example, and you want to wear my style, which is very coquette, love shack, fancy kind of a vibe, but nobody really dresses like that because like they all wear shorty shorts, Lululemon crop tops. You get the gist, right? Do it. Okay. Honestly, they all copy each other. You think, you think they really know, they don't even know their own style. So they have to copy each other and look like the most basic average, generally white American girl or German girl, or wherever you're listening. You get you get what I'm saying, okay? I'm not trying to be mean. I'm not putting them down, but they don't know who they are. So why would you care about a person's opinion about you and they don't even know themselves? You know, it's not logical. And I feel like thinking through this really helps you to kind of like distance yourself from caring so heavily on what other people think of you. Once you let go of caring what other people gossip behind your back, I feel like there's a big weight lifted off your shoulders. It doesn't completely go away. And of course, even I sometimes catch myself worrying about what what he thinks of me, what the cute boy across the room thinks of me, what she thinks of me. Am I good enough? Am, Am I dressed up enough? Is my acne showing through? How's my hair? You know, it's okay to think about these things, but they're not everything. They're not going to ruin my day. They're not going to ruin or change my style, my identity, because I know who I am. Growing your confidence can really help with this and knowing who you are as well. If you struggle, literally fake it till you make it. Wear what you want. What do you gravitate towards? What do you like love on Pinterest? Like open your Pinterest board, look through what are the outfits that are like on repeat? What do you love? Like what color do you love? What color do you gravitate towards? 
What makes you feel confident? Like feel these feelings. Don't look at social media. Don't look at what the other girls are wearing. Like feel how you feel in your outfit. That will allow you to find your style, to find your identity. What do you like to do? Do you love to take care of animals? Do you love to bake? Do you love to paint? Do you love to create a business? Do you love to do math? Do you love to read? Like, what do you love to do? Don't care again what other people think of your hobby. It's your hobby. It's your life. You get to choose what you want to do. If it's not really normal and societal standards to do a certain thing, like let's pretend, I don't know, you're starting a coding, for example. Coding is not very known for females. Like, it's a very guy thing. It's not a very girl thing. And I'm, like, literally coming with my pink little coat to coding class. Is that normal? No. Does that fit societal standards? No. Do I get a lot of looks from other people around the classroom that think I'm, like, absolutely weird and they don't even want to talk to me? Yes. But you know what's better? Is walking out of that room knowing I probably set the curve for the entire exam and I'm probably a better coder than all of them. I'm not being cocky. I'm just saying. You need to understand your worth. Do what you want. Stop caring what other people think. They don't even know themselves. Find who you are. Find what you like. Find what you want to wear. And from there, fake it till you make it, of course, because confidence is not that easy to get. And a lot of times people were all faking it, okay? When you see that girl strutting across the street, she's probably faking her confidence. It takes a while to build up confidence. And sometimes even the most confident people have low confidence days. So again, fake it till you make it. And also learn to love yourself, all the parts of yourself, even the parts that aren't so pretty, your stretch marks, your little tummy, your acne, your scars, your laugh, your little habits, learn to love them all. I feel like once you do, even the people that might comment, oh, like, look at your acne, look at your stretch marks. It doesn't bother you as much. It really doesn't. I think for a long time, I was really self-conscious about my face. Don't ask me why. I just like didn't like the shape of it because people made commentary in the past. And once I learned to like love my face just how it is, when people make comments about it now, it doesn't really register to me because I love my face. You can say whatever you want. My face is beautiful. It's not perfect, but in my eyes, it's beautiful. You know what I mean? You need to find beauty and convince yourself again, faking it, that you love this aspect. You love your thighs. You love your tummy. Over time, what you say to yourself becomes your reality. Okay, so I hope you loved this episode. It was a bit pep talky, but maybe it helps you out. Maybe you are now inspired to kind of find your identity, find your style, stop caring about what other people think because at the end of the day, we only live once and you are put on this planet to live to the fullest and do things that just ignite you and make you a happier person overall. Again, be sure to follow this podcast and all of my socials by clicking the link down below. Also, be sure to give this podcast a rating and a review. It literally, I promise, only takes a second and it helps push the podcast out to more wellness princesses so we can all just become the best versions of ourselves. I hope that you have an absolutely fantastic week and Make sure to not care so much about what other people think and do what makes you truly happy. Have the best week ahead. Bye-bye.